Did you know that only about 2% of women consider themselves beautiful? I'm on a mission to smash that statistic because it is 100% unacceptable. Hi there, I'm Stephanie Snow, founder of The Beauty Revolution, a mind-body eating coach, an ordinary woman with an imperfect body, and your host for Flip the Beauty Script podcast. But enough about me, this is for you. Hey guys, I'm back. Happy New Year. Happy season two of Flip the Beauty Script. I'm so glad to be back with you. I took a little hiatus so I could enjoy holidays and other fun things with my family and the other couple projects I had working on. And now I am back and I'm glad to be with you. Thanks for joining me today. I'm really excited about this new season because I have quite a few ideas brewing in my head and hopefully at least some of them will come to pass. You know how that is when you got 20 billion ideas in your head and maybe one of them can come to fruition. Nah, it's really not that bad, but sometimes it seems like there's a lot more up there than I can ever get out. But that said, I'm really excited to bring on some new voices this year and a lot of new ideas and topics. And I'm very excited to bring you some fun, informative, helpful, and valuable episodes to bring more beautiful into your life. Today, I thought we'd start out the new season by talking about goals and resolutions and changes and all those things that we think about this time of year. I I don't know. Sometimes I have a love-hate relationship with setting goals and resolutions, and I feel really hopeful at this time of the year and also dreaded, dreadful, full of dread. One of those things. Because... Oh, there's like, again, there's all those millions of ideas I want to do and change and become this wonderful person and accomplish all these amazing things. And sort of part of me goes, I just know I'm not going to be able to do all those things. And so it's kind of a love-hate relationship. And I have this juxtaposition of feelings of really positive and some also tugging negativity in the background. But the thing that I found really interesting, and this I feel like is no different this year than probably any other year, but I just noticed it more for some reason that it seems like about, I don't know, 98, 99% of all the ads, Facebook posts, commercials, radio jingles, scrolling advertisements I see on any feed of any social media, about 99% of those things that have to do with goals or New Year's resolutions or things have to do with changing your physical appearance, right? In one way or another. For instance, the top one is usually I want to lose weight. Or maybe I want to accentuate some body part, like have six-pack abs or get really big biceps or those kinds of things. So many things have to do with how we look and wanting to change that. The whole new year, new you, which I love the idea because there are lots of different ways that we can better ourselves. It just seems that 
many of those that are pushed at us by people who can benefit from our idea of new year, new you have to do with changing our physical appearance. I was looking at an ad from Costco the other day and like almost every thing that they had on their new year, new you deals to help you reach your goals were things like exercise equipment, active wear, nutritional supplements. How about a new bathroom scale or perhaps some teeth whitening gel? You know, all those things that will turn you into a more beautiful, acceptable, and wonderful human being. I also got an ad over the holidays from a dental office that is now offering Botox. Even more reason to keep you smiling. I mean, why not? You can get your teeth cleaned and your wrinkles cleaned away at the same time. There's also a laser medical spa near me that says, this is the most wonderful time of the year because you can come and tackle problem areas like abs, legs, buttocks, love handles. We can tighten your neck, eyes, and your lower face. They were offering amazing deals on micro needling, buy one, get one free. I don't even know what that means. Laser hair removal, hydrofacials, and wrinkle eliminating injectables. For such good deals, I don't know how you could refuse. Somehow I did, amazingly. But I saw enough ads over the last couple of months for these types of things that I I don't know how I didn't cave to do them because they're so darn enticing and they're everywhere because it's going to make your life amazing and make you and the new year be all that you can imagine it to be and more. You know, these ideas are so ingrained in us as people that I was having a conversation the other day with a friend about these kinds of ideas of goals and new ways we want to make ourselves better. And she said, well, I mean, of course, I wish I could weigh 10 or 20 pounds less. And I thought, of course, like it's just assumed that you would want to weigh less than you do. I mean, of course, why would you not? Why would you not want to weigh less than you do? It's just such a, an expected and such a, an accepted idea that we can never be happy with where we are. We always want to be looking different, weighing less, or if you're on the other end of the spectrum and you can't gain weight, maybe you want to always wish you could gain that 10 or 20 pounds more. But it's just kind of an expected thing. We can't be happy with where we are. Of course I wish I weighed 10 or 20 pounds less. We spend so much time and money and energy on these pursuits which we've talked about before. And even if we get there to that place where we think we want to be, first off, we might not feel as happy as we thought we would getting there. I remember for me, I had this number and I just knew if I got to that number, I was going to be happy and that I wouldn't want to change how I weighed anymore and that that was the number for me and it was ideal. Well, guess what? I hit that number and I was like, wait, what? That's what I weigh now, but I still, my body still doesn't look perfect. Dang. And so of course we hit that number and then the number, the bar 
that we want moves magically. Kind of crazy. But let's say we, you do get there and you are happy, but then there's the whole maintenance thing. It's upwards of 97, 98% of people who lose weight on a diet who gain it back within two years. So even if you get to that place with however much time, money, effort it takes, maintaining it is the hard part. And because so many people choose really not maintenance happy ways to lose weight, in other words, things that aren't sustainable, you can lose weight in a number of ways. Some of them are pretty easy. I'll put a quotation around that. Easy in that, you know, you just don't eat or you just don't eat nearly as much as your body needs. You fill up on fluids all day long. So your stomach feels somewhat full, but you're not really getting the nutrients you need. You're going to lose weight. Absolutely. But you can't maintain that. And it's not healthy for your lifestyle. So the maintenance can be a little bit difficult. Plus the fact that let's say you get there and you're happy and you can maintain it. Then what? Hmm. What are you going to do with that body? I mean, is the whole purpose of being here and the whole purpose of goals and making yourselves, making yourself better about having a perfect body, ta-da, and then my life is also going to be perfect. Mm, I hate to break that to you, but that's unfortunately not the case. But again, even if you lost the weight, even if you've got your body perfectly chiseled in the way you want it, and even if you can figure out a way to maintain it, so you're happy with it, again, then what? Did we get the perfect body and we can put it up on a pedestal and have everyone look at it and think it's amazing and wonderful and then you're done with your life and you can just be happy and stare all day into the mirror at the beautiful, perfect body. Uh, I don't know about you. That's not why I was put on this earth, I'm pretty sure was not to just get this perfect body and then make sure it stays perfect. I think it might be a little bit more important, definitely way more interesting and helpful to the world and ourselves to think about what am I doing with this body that I've got? I feel like I was put on this earth and you too for doing something much more meaningful than just pursuing a perfect body. I mean, it doesn't matter how much time we spend, how much money or effort we put towards building up that perfect body anyway, it's going to get older. It's going to get sick and break down at some point. And, you know, we already talked about this a few episodes ago, but there's no way we can maintain a perfect body indefinitely. Now, I am absolutely all about taking care of your body and doing all the things that can help us stay healthy and happy and maintain our bodies in the best conditions that we can for as long as we can. That just makes sense. It's the relentless pursuit of perfection that I have a problem with when it's taking over other important things in our lives, which it does for lots of people. If you're one of those people who's still caught up in wanting to look like Barbie, 
because she's a lot of the time held up as the perfect or ideal woman, right? Many of us probably played with Barbie dolls. She's been around for years and years and years. We've all been influenced by her to some degree, I would say. And I happen to know that there are some people who deliberately and literally are trying to make themselves look like Barbie dolls to the point of having surgeries, creating permanent and sometimes dangerous changes to their bodies. This is something I don't even try to pretend to understand. But if you want to be like Barbie, I have some interesting information for you you might want to consider. Uh, why you might not want to look like Barbie. I got this information from a document called Get Real Barbie. It was created by the South Shore Eating Disorders Collaborative. And I found it really interesting. So if Barbie were a real person, she would be five foot nine, which is how tall I am. So look, I'm like Barbie in at least one way. And there it ends, which is fine because she would have an 18-inch waist, a 39-inch bust, and 33-inch hips. Not to mention a size 3 shoe. Oh my goodness. Can you even imagine trying to walk? Well, guess what? She couldn't. She would have to walk on all fours due to those proportions. Okay, have I convinced you yet? Well, just hold on. There's more. She wouldn't be able to menstruate because she would be so skinny. Her weight would be at around 110 pounds. Her BMI, which we already talked about how I don't really like that, and how it is a really unhelpful and horribly inaccurate way to measure anyone's fitness in regards to their health and weight. Now, if you missed that conversation, you can go back to season one, episode 14, It's called, Do Good Things Always Come in Smaller Packages? Where we have a really good discussion about the BMI, Body Mass Index, where it came from, and why it's not really something we need to get all worked up over. So if you missed that, make sure you head on over there. But for now, back to Barbie. Her BMI is estimated to be at about 16.24, which fits the criteria for anorexia. Now, there's something else that I figured out all on my own, and I'm pretty proud of it, is that, you know, it's really not Barbie's fault that she's that skinny. She has no choice because guess what? There's something else about her you may or may have not noticed, that her arms do not bend enough to allow her to get food from her hand into her mouth. So she's going to have to rely on other people to feed her. The poor woman can't eat, so it's no wonder she's so skinny. Really, we should all, you know, feel bad for her. I mean, her life cannot be as great as the commercials make it seem. And that smile she's wearing, you did notice it's painted on, right? That is not a real smile. She is not a happy woman. Trust me, you do not want to be Barbie. You want to be the best you you can be. 
I want to be the best Stephanie Snow that I can be. And I don't mean someone else that has the name Stephanie Snow that's not me, because I know there are at least a few out there. I want to be the best Stephanie Snow that I see in the mirror every day that I can be. So what kinds of goals can I set to be the best me that I can be? And I'm not trying to say don't set goals that have to do with your body or with your fitness or anything that makes you feel good about yourself. I absolutely have goals in those areas all the time. I want to make sure I'm doing the things that make me feel good about myself and feel good in myself and in my body and to keep it healthy. So don't misunderstand that I'm trying to say, just ignore your body. Don't care what it looks like or how it's working or not in your life and look to other things. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. However, there are things that I feel are just as or more important. As I'm making my goals, I think about things like, what are some things that I can take with me throughout the rest of my life? As I was saying, we're never, we're not going to be able to hold on to a perfect body, no matter how hard we try. But those things that we learn how to do, those people we influences, those connections that we make, the knowledge that we gain, all those things we get to keep with us throughout our entire life. And I believe on as we pass through and go to the next stage of our journey after this life, whatever that happens to look like. What kind of legacy do we want to leave here for the people who love us? When we leave, what do we want them to remember about us? Is it that we were so thin or that we had these amazing thick eyelashes or looked the best in the skinny jeans? Nobody's going to care about that. And we don't know when it is we're leaving this earth. It could be today, could be next week, could be in 20 years, could be in 50 years. We don't know. And I want to make sure I'm spending all the time that I do have here on meaningful pursuits that can help me and those around me, even after I'm gone. I want to sow seeds that will inspire myself and those around me to grow into meaningful people and create meaningful change in the world. So this year, you might wonder what kind of goals I have set. And you know, you might not really care, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And maybe they'll give you some things to think about, maybe spark some ideas of your own. Uh, one of the things I have decided to do this year is to relearn sign language. I took a class in college uh, for sign language, and I also was a lab instructor after that. So I got kind of good at it, but then I never used it. I never had occasion to use it. Guess what? I told you a while ago, last year, I became a grandma. And it turns out that my grandson is hard of hearing. And so I don't know to what extent that will be as he grows and is learning language and things, but I want to make sure that I can communicate with him as well and as much as possible. So I'm delving back into the sign language world and I'm learning. I'm trying to do some study in that every day and it's enriching my life. And even if it turns out that little Ollie speaks and hears wonderfully as he gets older, I will still have that skill that will come in handy who knows when in another, in another situation, but it's helping me enrich myself as a person in my life. I also have a goal to learn how to do Irish dance this year. Now, those of you who know me and have seen me and 
You might be chuckling to yourself. I want to see that. Well, you probably won't get to because I'm not going to video record it. But I've always wanted to learn how to do Irish dance. I think it's fun and amazing and I love Irish music. So I'm going to do that. And guess what? It's going to enrich my life and make me so happy. Unless I really can't pick it up. But I have a little bit of faith in myself. If nothing else, I'm just going to try it so I can say I tried it. One other goal that I'm working on this year, this is the last one I'll share with you, is that I really, really want to try to leave everyone I come in contact with better than I found them. You know, especially these last couple of years, we've all been through a lot of hard stuff, right? Been riding this crazy roller coaster of pandemic, of natural disasters, of moving so much into the digital world and less into the in-person world just because of circumstances. And there's just been a lot of hard and a lot of division, especially in the country that I live in, in the United States, governmental and with differing ideas and opinions of things. And just, I feel like I don't want to be part of any of the anger and the angst and the division and bitterness that seems to be going on above the surface. And I know there are a lot of people who are trying their best to be kind, and I'm so appreciative of that. And that is the train I want to ride. I want to just give love and compassion to everyone around me. You know, we never know what people are going through. And just give kindness. You can never go wrong being kind. Never go wrong being kind. And no matter how it's reciprocated or not, it's always going to enrich the person who's giving the kindness. And to me, kind people are the most beautiful. If you think about that, the people who you've seen in your life, that you know in your life, that are just genuinely kind and looking out for others, they're gorgeous. They glow. And that is the most lasting most meaningful kind of beauty that you can have and be. So those are the some of the goals. I didn't tell you all, but those are some of the goals I'm working on this year. And I know I'm not going to be perfect at it, but I also know that if I try to look towards doing those things and focusing on bettering myself in those meaningful ways, I am going to be a new person by the end of next year. I might not have lost any weight. In fact, I might weigh more depending on how many, you know, brownies I eat between then now and then, how many miles I wanted to run but didn't. It's okay. I want to be a new person inside. And that will for sure come out to the outside. I hope that you're working on some goals this year that will make you into a new person the kind of person that's growing in meaningful ways and not worrying so much or spending so much time and energy and money on those things that aren't going to last, those things that don't really have anything to do with how beautiful we really are as people. With that, I want to thank you once again for joining me today on Flip the Beauty Script and welcome you to season two I'm really excited to get this party started and restarted, I guess. 
and going again. Don't forget to leave us a rating, to review us, and share us with your friends. Now go out and make it a beautiful day.